This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. But a bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five. It's uh, two for Tuesday, Friday, excuse me, here on the uh, Live at Five show at the five o'clock hour. Lighthearted. So uh, we'll keep the, uh, you know, keep the options open. Whatever you want to talk about within the realms of good taste. And everything else that I can't think of right now. Uh, Christmas parade tonight. They changed the route. Does that mean you're not going? I'm not going. They changed the route. They changed the route. You haven't gone in years. Yeah, I'm still not going. Why is that? Because they changed the route. I don't like change. Tonight is the uh, Christmas party. Uh, Check that. Not uh, Christmas parade. By the way, this place hasn't had a Christmas party in about, I don't know. I know I try to have a Christmas party across town. They're, they're, it's just, it was like everyone was uh, it's like, why? It's like, oh, I don't know why. You're absolutely right. S- stay in the mud all your life. I forgot. All right, let's go to the phones. But they don't even have one here anymore, which is weird. I don't think anyone has Christmas parties anymore. Everyone is like, hi, you're Hi, here. Glenn. How are you? What's happened? Oh, it's the Duff Man. Yeah, I just called early because they're going to go down and watch him light the tree and you know, whatever there is for a parade, watch that. Right. Uh, that didn't sound very optimistic. <laughs> whatever well, the... you know, because I know you just you just made light of it. Right. And you just made light of it. But, I, you know, it's been pretty successful the last few years, having it downtown, the tree lighting with the singing and the stage yeah. set up down there, and everything kind of worked out. And it brought business to that end of the square, the north side of the square. So yes, I folks. thought it has been pretty successful. So why would you want to change it, is my opinion. But, hey. Yeah. Uh, maybe what? they know better. I'll give I'll give the city credit for one thing. I noticed when I drove down there today, yeah. down to the Crystal for lunch, there were porta potties in front of the state office building and Good. in front of the municipal building. Thank Good. you, one County Earth, for finally well, coming into the twenty twenty first century and finding out that people do have to go to the bathroom sometimes when they're at parades right, or right. downtown events. You know, so that was great to see. Uh, you can have uh, homeless people in front of the state office building now. Well, no, not really. But here's the other thing I wanted to mention, too. You know, you, I, said, you, you, I know uh, our friend, the businessman, oh. was kind of worried about opinions on the show and so on. Right. And I just want to remind everybody, you got a guy that calls this show quite a, quite a bit. You've given him quite a bit of credibility, and I like Donnie. Yeah. Good guy. Yeah. Now, Donnie's been telling everybody on this show for the last three years yeah. that the earth is flat. Right. I can tell you that I can almost guarantee that he has not convinced anybody no. that the Earth is flat. 
Right. So I wouldn't get too upset about what's said on this radio show. <laughs> no, I, I, I know what you're getting at. I yeah. don't, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Right. Man? And, and people are smart enough to decide on what what they believe, and, right. and they're going to ascertain, like you said earlier today, because I, I listened to the show because I wasn't, uh, I just, in fact, I just finished listening to the show. Cool. Uh, you're at the, when you did the afternoon show, right. and I thought it was, uh, you know, you made some good points on there about, hey, you know, people have their opinions, they're, they're giving their opinions, you have their right to call and give your opinion and back and forth, and I think that's a great thing. You know, so. It is. It really is. And, and, yeah. and you know, to, you know, like, without getting into it, but we, we've had great success with uh, with virtually no delay on the phone uh, and without screaming. I mean, again, you know, here's the thing. Look, I mean, when you hear a phone call recorded, not just, by the way, not just on this radio station, on this radio show, but anywhere across town, nothing is live. No one wants, everyone is just too careful, too guarded to do anything live. They want to edit their edit it their own way. What's in my hand? Any of that stuff. Uh, it's still recorded. So we are on the edge of old school stuff here. So to stop the rule, you know, change the rules now, it, it would be very, very awkward. We got to be careful. I mean, some of the things that were said, for instance, yesterday, were, were all out of line. But again, just like you said, like I said earlier, it's like a lot of people, you know, weigh it out. They're not going to take it for what it's worth if it comes from this guy or that guy. It's a radio show, and if you believed everything you read on on, on uh, social media. Excuse me. Oh, my God. If you believed everything on social media, it would drive you crazy, Duff Man. Right. Now, the only thing this show ever convinced me of. What's that? And I fell, and I fell prey to. Well, there was a period where I bought, like, five different phones thinking it was my fault. It, it, it's, it's still your phone. It's still your phone. No. You, do no, you, no, no, it, 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 Here's no. the thing. It's so funny that you should mention that because you're talking a little louder today. I have your phone way up to the top. And you, by the way, do you do you know who else has an issue with low phone line right now, or, or you know, just a low, low level when he calls in? Do you know who that is? You're in the same boat. Well, with it's one, not the blind guy. It's, it's not the not blind guy. Uh, it's not Crazy Ray either. It is Danny Francis. His line and your line are exceptionally low, and I don't get it. I don't. I've been saying it for years, even before I left here. Years, for some reason or other, your line is the lowest. I don't get it. Well, I don't put I don't put my mouth right up. You don't, phone, but you should. You should. I know. I sound like Mike like Francesco over it. I'm a germaphobe. I don't. Like, what are you? What are you? What are you? I'm afraid of my own. Germ. You're allergic of your own phone. Yes, I'm a I'm a germaphobe. Nah, well then put it on speaker. Put it on speaker right now. Hang on. Yeah. Is that speaker? That's speaker. All right. All right. Keep talking. It's okay. Yeah. All right. I, I now I can... You had somebody else that would call on speaker. Now, sometimes when I call from the car, it sounds, you know, it would sound tinty. Nah. No, put it back. That, the speaker's spe over time. No, the, the, the speaker, speaker's Yeah, safe. so it's better when I do it this way. Yeah. yeah. Well, you so. just got to talk up. You even admitted you don't talk into your receiver or into your uh, uh, well, mouthpiece. Oh, you know, it's at the bottom of the phone anyway. It's not inside. Oh, my so God. The old phones, when you, you know, the old phones, the old black phones yeah. used to have where that thing was there. and it picked Right, up, right. Uh, the old phone that uh, John Voigt used to uh, to kill a guy in, on Times yeah. Square in Manhattan in uh, Midnight Cowboy. Yeah, that type of phone. Yeah. And one other example. Uh, you got a guy that calls and tells you that the Democratic Party is the most greatest party and that this administration is doing wonders with the economy and everything is fine and there's no inflation or nothing. And, uh, well, you got two callers, actually. Right. I just mentioned one of them. And, and I don't think anybody takes that to heart or believes it. Yeah, well, don't say that today because the jobs report came out. It was pretty, uh, pretty positive. 
Well, of course, yeah, because people are retiring left and right. They're not creating new jobs. They're putting people into. Yeah, I know, but but they 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 they, you know they they did the slant the spin on it today. And then the other thing is they're basing those numbers on. Let's be let's put things let's you know let's talk facts. Right. They're they're replacing the jobs that were shut down during COVID. Right. Yeah, I know. You I know. It's not like the job growth you had. No, you don't have to convince me. I'm with you. I'm just saying today was the no, job. No, I know. I know. And I know, and the big thing is that Hannity says it ad nauseum. He repeats himself like a soap opera. I but can't. I don't even listen to Hannity I, I, anymore. It drives I, me nuts. I, you know, and I, I noticed that five years ago. Just the same thing over and over again. I, and uh, But here's my point. He he says it. you got to admit he's right. Uh, that this economy would be a lot stronger if we just became remained uh, energy efficient, sufficient. I mean, independent. Right. I should say. I mean, that's the that's where it is. And he right. just he walked away from that. Uh, and now we're going into getting the ugly bad oil from a dictator down there in Venezuela. Uh, it just it's it's just a shot in the face. And and all these reports of oh we got the latest guy about the January six hearings. We got this. We got that. Uh, they don't want to recognize that China is falling apart. That their own people are, are rebelling. Uh, it, it's like a it's like a bad dream in many respects, stuff, man. You got to admit it's real sad, but right. you know, it is, it that's is why we watch dream. Tucker Carlson. Uh, right now, what's going on right now? Yeah. is Elon Musk is releasing right uh, the, all that stuff about Biden, you know, Hunter, and how they they uh, swung the right. elections and all that. Kind I'm of shocked stuff. that they didn't but get the rid of that. State is being exposed right now. Now, what they tried to do is what they always try to do is discredit the messenger. Right, and, and and that that party's famous for that. They well, who would be the messenger the in this messenger. case? Who's the messenger in this scenario? It's got to be the FBI. Musk. Uh, well, oh, I, oh, oh, I see what you're saying. He's, he's just exposing the emails and stuff back and forth from the the FBI and. And they'll uh, say it's know, from Russia. Yeah. And, yeah, and how they're, yeah, yeah, and China and China, how China likes to bash the. The GOP, because they know that uh, they're on to them, and, you know, the the Democrats are very favorable to the Chinese. Yeah. I mean, they want communism. Let's face it. No, well, no, they want to remain rich. And, and, again, you know, you and I, no matter what we say about China, if, for instance, China was exposed for who they really are and the Democrats don't want that to happen— uh, that could work against us because, you know, our 401K, our portfolios, our economy— uh, whether you like it or not, Duffman, is based on the world economy. And, and if we just were to rena- denounce them and say no mas, oh, boy, that would cause a lot of problems. So I know what the Democrats are doing. To some degree, you got to sound like, well, okay, they're trying to you know, protect themselves and their investments and all that stuff. But uh, they talk out of their ass most of the time because they say one thing about Trump. He's a threat to democracy. And, and of course, they favor and they, they, they completely ignore China. It doesn't make much sense. But, Duff, i got to take another no, call. But thank you for that. I'm glad that uh, we hey, figured listen, out your a, phone call still your phone still works and, uh, or doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have a great weekend. Man. All right. Thanks, man. That's uh, the Duff man here on the Live at Five show on a Friday. It's 20 after the hour. You're on the air. Yeah, how you doing tonight, sir? What's happening? Uh, tell the Duff man, and I've known him for years. I haven't seen him in a while, but he's wrong in one respect. He says that he said it twice tonight that people aren't stupid. Uh, well, tell the Duff, don't ever underestimate how stupid a liberal voter can be. Uh, my grandfather told me that years ago, and just for proof, you got the last election. In America to prove that. Which one? The 20, this, 2020 or 2020? Uh, this last one? This, yeah, this last one. Right. Any state, any state that would uh, vote that idiot from Pennsylvania in, right. 
and I understand by a large margin there, there's something wrong. Might. And on the other hand, Kathy Hochul. What you don't realize, or you probably do, but a lot of people don't realize, all they ever watch is NBC, ABC, CBS. Mm-hmm. They don't get the full story. Right. Uh, they don't on, want the full story. On a lot of stuff. Right. Like I think you've mentioned before, that uh, Biden would never have won the election in 2000 if it had come out about his son. Right. But that got clamped down right. by sure. the liberal media. And they media. knew it. Right. They knew but, it. Uh, just tell, just tell Steve that don't ever underestimate uh, how stupid yeah. he agrees uh, the liberal voter can be. No doubt. I appreciate it. Okay. Yeah, you have right. a great day, sir. Have a good weekend. Uh, he's right. Uh, bye-bye. Yeah, he's definitely right. So anyway, pro- moments. You know what I do? My own little show prep, I do it throughout the day. I just keep up on things. I keep it on AM 1240. I'll skip over to the other station, listen to what Glenn Beck is saying, Ben Shapiro, who just looked like he just had his first bar mitzvah. It just looks like the, kid, the guy never ages, but he's very good. He's excellent. Glenn Beck is tolerable. I like him. But I, I, And then I go online, and just prior to the show, there's this guy on the street. It's very common. Guy in the street just asking random people about this, that, the other thing. So this one guy's on a beach somewhere. It looks like it's out in California. You know, a bunch of beautiful people. No worries about heating bills or any of that sort. You know, no one cares about Paul Pelosi and what he does when Nancy's on the other side of the planet. But neither here nor there. So he's out there. and He's got a microphone. He's a, he's a, he's a smaller guy. You know, not much, not big. So he's got to look out. So a couple of guys, everyone that he went, went to, everybody he went to, didn't like the fact that, that Trump is back on Twitter. So his question was, what are your thoughts about free speech and that the fact that Twitter has now got, uh, is allowed, rather, Donald Trump to go back on with that platform, that app? And people just walked away. And one guy says, well, I'm not into censorship, but I'm into censoring him. <laughs> and I, I honestly, and I've said this before, as much as I love the guy, as much as he, he created a revolution of his own, was supposed to be in Hillary Clinton's second term, COVID wouldn't have happened if that were the case. If Donald Trump did the uh, Bill, uh, uh, George Bailey scenario where he didn't exist at all and somehow that we just reversed the process, Hillary Clinton right now would be in her second term. We wouldn't know what the word COVID was. So some people would say, well, isn't that a good thing? I mean, millions of people would still be alive and we wouldn't have to w- deal with the drudgery of – so many people would say that that's a blessing. They'd also say that if you feel that way, Glenn, that Donald Trump was – was in fact more nefarious than what we make him out to be because he was the cause and effect of COVID. Well, yeah, you could look at it that way. You'd want to look. I mean, Rob Reiner would look at it that way. But I look at it this way. He swayed. He got. He just stirred things up. He wasn't supposed to happen. And now the Democrats, just like we did after 9-11, would not allow anyone with a box cutter to get inside a cockpit. After 9-11, we made sure... That wouldn't happen again. And everyone was saying, and everyone and their brother, including Joy Reid, and everyone was laughing. The, the Yentas on The View laughing about, oh, you think. Remember when Ann Coulter thought that, you know, said out loud on The, on the View that, man, what have happened to Ann Coulter, by the way? It's like, oh, Donald Trump's going to be our next president. And everyone just like, oh, not going to happen. Just like the, uh, uh, remember, uh, Eddie Murphy would make jokes back in the 80s when, when Jesse Jackson run. Oh, imagine all the white people voting, you know, getting drunk and voting for Jesse Jackson. He freaking won. Well, they said the same thing in 2016. Bottom line is he won. They're never going to let that happen again. That's why guys like John Fetterman become senator. It changed everything. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. Hi, Glenn. I disagree with you on one thing. You said... Without Trump, 
COVID wouldn't have happened. I think it was inevitable. No, I don't I think, think so. I think because they engineered it. Um, oh, they engineered it, it. yeah. To, yeah. You know, there's, there's no doubt about it, and the, the Chinese released it. It was all about, you know, their new world. I, I hate to say this because I sound like a conspiracy guy. Their new world order with Klaus Schwab and right. Bill Gates and George Soros. I mean, they, they were going to do this regardless. I mm. mean, Bill Gates is on record, and you can see it on YouTube, him saying numerous times that we need some type of pandemic. And then he made a reference to, if if everyone's vaccinated, the the, the world population will go down. You know, I mean, just very nefarious sounding things. Well, okay, so let's let's agree on one thing, that it it might have been inevitable, but wouldn't you say that, you know, it is ironic that it happened during the Trump administration? I mean, they didn't like the fact that he changed the tariffs. Right, of, of course. So, so here, here it is. In my opinion, just from a historical, not Democrat, you know, Republican. I know everyone's going to call in and. Whatever. No, they're not. Don't worry about it. So, essentially, Trump was putting a stop to the swamp, right? To the gr- the Great Reset and everything else, right? Bad tariffs, so, bad trade deals. And this is and this is what happened in 2010 when Obama turned us so far to the left. Mm-hmm. They had to make it look like the Republicans took the House to stay the people from revolting. Same thing happened in 2020. I'm sorry, just, just as happened, the Republicans right. squeaked by. It happens all the time, though. It's happened under the yeah. Bush, Bush administrations. Yeah, so it's very t- but, Clinton. But I guess what, I, what I'm saying is you mentioned that, um, that, that gargoyle from the Adams family, Fetterman. Right. There's, there's, there's no way he legitimately won that. There's no way. I mean, the guy, you know, there, there's a handful of people. There's no way that they won without cheating. What about Kerry Lake? You think she lost uh, justly? I, I, I think she won. I mean, they, they picked the, the most convenient county with the most Republican voters, and everything went wrong. Right, right. I think, and it I think took she two should weeks. contest it. I think she's got a legitimate shot. But you know, but they, but the media is quick to say you you have to do a concession. Right. You lost. You lost. Right. They're trying to shut you down. Right. Right. Because right. once 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 you concede and they shut you down, then yeah. you have nothing to stand. And you're on. election denier. You're a Trump supporter. You got what was well, coming look, to you. Look at the guy that's the head of the Democratic Party in the Congress now. That uh, Hakeem, whatever his name is, Jeffers or Jeffers. He went on in 2016 saying that it wasn't a legitimate. Right. Uh, election, and, you know, he's an election, he's a, the original election denier, sure. him and Hillary Clinton. But yeah, Stacey Abrams, 2018. That, yeah, she's still denying 18. She lost four years. By the way, I heard through the grapevine that Stacey Abrams is now going to be considered to be the chairman of the Federal Com- uh, Communications Commission, the FCC. Can you believe that? Remember that one woman who looked like Woody Allen? Actually, she was, she, Woody Allen oh, was cuter. Uh, she, she was, was rejected. Uh, can you imagine Stacey Abrams as the FCC they, chairperson? They they pick people that are unqualified, yeah. far extremists, right? And you know, it, it, I mean, and I'm say, I'm not saying far left and far right because everyone throws these far left, far right stuff out there. She's yeah. an extremist who just happens to be on the left. Yeah, and she hates the she hates the white culture. She hates everything about well, it. She's no better than Joy Reid. But a- angry Ivy Ivy League, you know, and a lot of these, you know, Joy Reid's no brainiac. Let me tell you something. You know, this, this whole means of, of, of allowing people from the inner cities, and, and some are more qualified than others, don't get me wrong. We're all people. But a lot of these Joy Reeds, and for that matter, um, uh, Michelle Obama, she, she didn't have any qualifications to get into Princeton. I mean, now they want her, not only was she basically illiterate from what, uh, what's his name, uh, said about her, her thesis, uh, which is public domain, eminent domain, you could read it, blah, blah, blah. He said it was like a fourth grader wrote this. 
And she always boasts about how she got there in a family station wagon and everyone showed up in, in a stretch limo. The bottom line is this. She knew that she wasn't qualified to be in Princeton University. And now guys like Michael Moore want her to run for president. And to, to, to your credit, from what we're talking about now, you watch. If Michelle Obama put her hat in the ring, there would be a very strong chance she would win by a, by a landslide. A landslide, Michelle Obama. You watch. Well, it might happen. Her, her, her husband won the same way. I mean, he had no vote. He, he somehow he, he buried his opponent in the Senate race in Illinois, and then he had no record as a senator. Right. They kept him squeaky clean. He, he said, President, really like a no, I know. Biden column, articulate and clean. Right, right, right. right. Um, yeah. But listen, Obama was, that was a Biden. fan. Fantastic at reading the prompter. Yeah, Fantastic. Yeah. Let me ask you real, real quick about a, about a Barack Obama. Not to interrupt, but I'm just fascinated with how mil, how how aggressive he is with his rhetoric when he's when he talks at these rallies for Fetterman uh, in recent weeks. Prior, of course, to the midterm election. What are your thoughts about him? I mean, I said what I said years ago when I was here. Uh, he after what happened in France when 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 those Muslims went into the the Jewish delicatessen and it was a horrible thing. People died, a cop died, the reporters at the magazine Charlie O died, and that day I remembered I was deathly ill. This is before COVID, by the way. I was I was out sick and I had the TV on and I was I, I you know when you're sick and you're on medication you just want to sleep. But I'll never forget Barack Obama saying, this is no different than the Inquisition. All of a sudden, he's a lame duck president. This is January of 2000. Let's do the math here. 2013. So he's into his second term. He just got elected months earlier. And his true colors came out at that point going forward. He's gotten worse ever since. He hates the white establishment. He calls he calls out white nationalists all the time. The, the Proud Boys. Have you ever met? Have you ever seen anything posted on Facebook or anywhere in your life, sir, from the Proud Boys or any KKK I, type organization? I never even heard of heard of them until like the January sixth. Yeah, right. And, never, and, never even heard of them. And you know how uh, I mean, Jane Fonda? I, I don't even know what QAnon is. What the hell is that? Well, I mean, yeah, I don't. I just know it's it's part of a conspiracy theory. I mean, we have one right well, here yeah. that we call so, QAnon. So. So my, my point about Obama is he's a, he was a fantastic reader, but when he talked, he stammers. Let me be clear. Right, uh, right. Uh, white people suck. I mean, he's awful. Awful yeah. human being. His white grandparents awful raised man. him because the other side did nothing for him, including his father, who died in a, in a, in a drunken uh, stupor when he crashed into a tree in Africa. He had so no interest in his son. None. I'm going to say something slightly controversial. What's that? He, they say he's the first black president. Okay, he's only half black. But right. here's my point. Right. His father is of African descent. He's not the first American black president because he didn't descend from slaves like everyone keeps saying, you know, right. this, that, and the other thing. Right. So he's, he's not, in my mind, he's not legitimately the first black president. Interesting. So well, they used to opinion. say that about Bill Clinton, of course, which was a complete farce. Uh, oh, but yeah. because he appealed to the blacks, they called him the first black president. But I no did not have sex with that woman. <laughs> yep, well, we know all about that guy. And he's not even the host of uh, Good Morning America. Go figure. Hey, now. Hey, now. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you, my friend. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thank you Thanks, very much. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, there's the latest. Uh, what's his name? Joe Scarborough and Zika. Mika Zika, whatever. Uh, they had a, an on. I guess you could say they had a fling. They were both married. I don't know if they were both married. I think Scarborough was, and he had a Scarborough affair. Anyway, uh, they're they're married now, Zika and Scarborough. Now, um, the the handsome African-American host on on, uh, Good Morning America, and no, we're not talking about Michael Strahan, talking about the other guy that looks like uh, 
He looks like the guy that used to be with the Minnesota Vikings that somehow or the NBC gave him a job doing the NBC coverage. What was his name? Ahmad Rashad. He always had that high-pitched voice. Uh, anyway, he and the other beautiful, beautiful co-hosts, yes, the blonde, are now an item. And they're not, and, and uh, despite the fact that HR should have a, you know, knip shit over that, they didn't. And now that's a thing. So that's the latest. So there you have it. We're happy for them. We're not happy for their, for their, I don't know if their former spouses will get together after that, like, you know, whatever. But uh, that's, that's the latest. Anyway, I got to do a break. We're already into the second half of today's show. And uh, we will do a uh, commercial break right uh, and we'll be back right after this. Happy holidays from Herringer's Contracting, the people who call you back. Herringer's Contracting wishes you and your family a joyous holiday season and a very happy new year. <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry <laughs> got into the spirit of things there. Merry Christmas, oh yeah. I was watching uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer the other night. Yeah, I had to walk away from Tucker. It was tough to do. Tucker has that scowl on his face. You ever notice that? It's got like permanent lines in his forehead. Very concerned, man. Anyway, I, I, I love it. it just if it, I don't know. Are kids watching? I don't have children. I, don't have gran- I have two grandchildren. I don't know if Trevor and Grant, for instance, sit down and watch... Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I mean, kids aren't accustomed. I don't think kids are accustomed to watching things collectively, like at a certain time because of DVDs and streaming, all that stuff. But uh, anyway, uh, that's uh, it's just one of the classics. And, and I don't know if kids get into it because the animation isn't up to their standards. I notice a lot of kids, you know, they watch stuff like the old, I don't know, if, if they ever watched Courageous Cat and Minute Mouth, they would probably laugh at it and just walk out of the room. But that's the stuff that we watched back in the day. McGilla Gorilla, Brazley Bruin. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I know all the other stuff, you know, Warner Brothers, uh, Bugs Bunny and all that stuff. But do kids sit down and watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 60, and I, I can't stop watching that. It brings you back, and it's so well done. Despite the fact that, of course, Santa Claus is, is very, very rude about uh, the freak of nature, otherwise known as, uh, you know, Rudolph. Because as we know, reindeer don't have, you know, light bulbs in their, in their face, otherwise their nose. But it's a storyline. Hi, you're on the air. Oh, what are you doing there, Glenn? It's the, it's the blind guy trying to disguise his voice again. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Hey, I just wanted to know, I know you're a pretty intelligent guy there. Yeah, not really. You keep saying ass, right? Uh, I'm sorry, what, what was it? Spell that out. A-S-S. Ass? Do I really say that? Yeah. Oh, okay. I shouldn't say that. But uh, Jeff Smith, he rebuked uh, PJ for saying that the other day. Oh, no, no. Let's not, no, 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 no. Blind guy. Let's change the subject. Huh? Change the subject, please. Uh, oh, okay. Please. Yeah, well, I was going to change it. But uh, you know if all the uh, porta potties are universal for a blind guy? Are they? You know, they got, they got the urinal to the left or... or, or are there some to the right? Well, let, let me let me ask you. Let me ask you. Do, are, are, are urinals? Do they have braille on your on urinals so you could tell, you know, where you're going? Or so, you know, what, how do you know where to go when you go into a public bathroom? Oh, I just stick my hand in there, and be able to figure it out. No, come on. What do you wash it off? You know, no, it's uh, you know, I mean, the urinal comes out at the angle, and you know, the toilet, and you know, it's got a door on it. You right. Know what I mean? so, right. I just. But anyhow, uh, yeah. 
Hey, uh, you going down to the parade tonight? So you know, here's the thing. I have a, I, we have a bathroom in, in our first floor, and we, the electric's been out in that darn room for I don't know how long. I got to get an electrician in there. So we, well, we'll Donnie's get, electrician. Is he really? I didn't know that. And so, well, uh, yeah, he says he does wiring with some kind of guy that helps him. Right, right, right. So, uh, so anyway, I, we typically we leave the door. You know, it's just Sharon and I. We leave the door open because it's right off the kitchen, so I can see. But here's the thing: sometimes the door closes and it's pitch black, and I'm like, oh my god, I gotta, I, I, I gotta sit down to go number one. I can't take the chance of. So my point is this: I mean, I know how it is to find the toilet in my own house. With yeah. your condition, is is it a, is it a hazard when you go into someone else's bathroom when you don't uh, see it? I just it? take a funnel with me, you know. <laughs> got the long tube there, you know what I mean? No, come on. <laughs> wow, I, I guess I wouldn't be very good at it. I know you. I know no, you kind of you kind of uh, adapt. You know you you feel it when you cane a circumference like that, right? You know, right? And right. Uh, if you're worried about peeing on the floor, right, or peeing on the you know toilet seat, you can sit down. Right, you know, right, right. Honestly, I gotta admit, I, and I know this is this is bathroom talk, and I shouldn't be talking about this around the dinner hour, especially or any time for that matter. But uh-huh. in the last three four years, I sit all the time, no matter what. And I said sit, S I T, but I also sit when I, <laughs> you know, too. I'm not standing yeah. up doing that. It's safer that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, no, it is. It is. It, it is. It's just an excuse to sit down and, and, and go on, you know, go on Facebook and see who else is angry at me or whatever. Uh, I, I, I like that wonderful life, too, and all those old shows like that. Yeah. Uh, so I hope the crows don't show up for that freaking parade. Yeah, well, and they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna crap all over you. Blanket. So in answer to your question, <laughs> I will be there tonight with the lovely bride. My, hey, the, who's oh, doing the, the MC, you know? Oh, I, no, no. Blind guy. Come on. Where you been? It's not me. No, I don't know who's not doing the MC of the parade. It's not don't, Jeff Graham. Don't they announce it? And it's 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 definitely not. For some reason or other, it's not Jeff Cole. It's not going to be uh, uh, Randy okay. from from NBC uh, Forty Five from Indianapolis with with, with, with the teeth that you can think. see from 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 China. It's not him. <laughs> uh, it's not going to be Alex Hazard because he's not at fifty anymore. Mel Butler then. It's Mel Butler. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. You know the other thing is, Glenn. You know they have uh, they had other parades going that same route, like the Veterans Parade. Right. They started up there. For and by the way, tomorrow tomorrow night is the Clayton uh, um, duh, uh, parade. Yeah, parade. And, and guess yeah. who's the MC there? I would say Beth Hall. No, it's not Beth Hall. It's not Jeff Cole. <laughs> it's not Randy from Indianapolis with uh, the teeth you can see you, from Glenn? China. It's not Alex Hazard. It's not Glenn Curry. It's oh, it's not Mary Colello, whoever the else they got yeah, over there that they're yeah, boasting about. Jeff it's Cole, it's Jeff not Cole. Jeff Cole either. It's not. It's not. McK- it should be Mackenzie Pyatt. Yes, it should be. Holy mackerel! <laughs> well, oh, hey, hey, hey would it be funny if I I was the one? Okay, we got somebody coming up. Don't it, know who the frick it is. It's no, but, but you. But you, best, but you. Who you, is it, brother? No, you mentioned his name already. I, Jeff Cole. No. Mel Buckley. Mel Buckley. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> Jim. I didn't say Jim. So that means tonight, and, no, no, someone's correcting you. This, tonight, it's, we love Mel. It's, no, we're not knocking him. 
But we have, we're not the most populated city in the world. There are some celebrities in here every now and then. Jeff Cole, one of them. Uh, you got, you know, you got uh, Noodlehead, the weatherman over there. He could do it too. You got, you got yeah. a lot of, you got Pyatt, you got all the people, you know, everybody, beautiful cool people. Cool but, but no, it's two, it's two parades tonight here in Watertown, Mel Bussler, and then 25 miles north in Clayton, Mel Bussler tomorrow night. That's where he's we are. He's, he's a parade hog. No, no, he's well. He's he's the only guy that does anything. He's the only hey, in, MC uh, that anyone hires for the weekend. Listen, Glenn. So I'm going down to Alex Bay for the craft show. Yeah. Then I'm going down to Ti Winery for their craft show. Right. And then we're going to stop up in Clayton and uh, wow. take in a load of dinner and get ready for the parade and watch that. And, wow. Uh, wow. You know, boy, the blind guy's got a great life. Well, you know what? I can't see the parade, but I, I, I just like the festive feeling of it, you know, and uh, the right. boys, the kids. You, you hear a lot of things, you know, going on there. Like, so, Blind Guy, if we ever do the, a remake of Cecil B. DeMille's uh, Ten Commandments, you know I talked about this before. Would you play the Blind Guy at the, uh, where, where was he at, uh, uh, the Red Sea, yeah. when they parted the yeah. sea there? Would you, you go spit on the mud? Or, on my or, no, 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 no. This is when, you know, uh, uh, Moses splits the sea. Uh, okay. Yeah, know, yeah. And as, as the Egyptian soldiers were about to, you know, uh, uh, you know, cross right. over, but prior to that, you know, you know, there's this blind guy, and his grandson is explaining to him, and "Oh, you're missing this, Grandpa. Oh, my goodness, he just split the sea." And I'm like, "Oh my God, why am I blind? I would love yeah. to see this right now." I always felt uh-huh. sorry for that guy. Anyway, would you play that part if we ever, if they ever redid it? That'd be great. Well, you know, I I do play a part for that maple. Uh, Maple Ridge yeah. uh, place up there in Lowellville. Do you really? That uh, the Mennonites have a, like a manger and a Christmas scene. Wow! And I'm the blind, the blind beggar. Are you? Are you really? When is that? When is yeah. that going to happen? Well, you know they haven't called me this year. I think it's <laughs> a little bit. Uh, a week ago, I, you know, I'm, pr- I'm pretty good. The kids love me. Give me see me. I hear them say, "Is he really blind?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, so, the, but they didn't invite you back. Well, they might. I, I don't think it started yet. Oh, okay. Maybe it has, but maybe they don't know how to get a hold of me. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, they make great commercials. There was one questionable commercial with a couple of kids that I couldn't quite understand. But I love their commercials. I love the pastor who does them. Uh, they're very entertaining, and uh, you know, of course, it's very wholesome down there in Lewis County. Yeah, I, I, I like how uh, I like how they do the commercials. Uh, yeah. Sliding down the hill, right? Uh, yeah, and, and it's not moving because there's no snow on the ground. It's it's just yeah, very all creative. that stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's good. I <laughs> love that. I gotta let you go. I want to uh, make room for uh, for everybody else. You know, well, SG, he'll be down there praying. I hope I run into him. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. SG and the blind. Have a great weekend for the second time. Yes, you will. Thank you very much. That's the blind guy. Yeah. Yeah, I remember last time we talked about that. I I I said uh, he crossed the Nile. It's not the Nile, and I said it was he was being chased by Roman soldiers and boarded. Did I get a mouthful after that? It was the Red Sea and they were Egyptians. Get it right. And he hung up on me. You know, sometimes you get caught up in the moment. I'm sounding like I'm a candidate for you know for Jeopardy and whatnot. By the way, Jeopardy. We're well, not last night, but there's a guy on Jeopardy right now. Good-looking dude, um, and he's just excellent. And two nights ago, he was down a good, I don't know, ten, twelve thousand dollars $12,000 in double jeopardy the second round. And he came back and won. And he won again last night. He's got 16 or 17 wins, $660-something thousand. The, the reason why I bring it up is because it's, it's like all of a sudden, 
there's been a slew of champions that have gone on for 10, 12, 15, 20 wins at a time. We know about Amy. You know about Ken Jennings years ago. He's the host now. Thank God. But this Matt, the other guy, I didn't like him. I didn't like the Canadian from New Brunswick. She annoyed me. But this guy is really good. He's low-key. He's not you know, rambunctious. And he's not one of those guys like Matt, whatever his last name, from Connecticut, that would chime in and use the four seconds to think of the answer. I think that's cheating. I really do. I think Alex, Alex Trebek rolls over in his grave every time that happens. And Matt from Connecticut would do that all the time. He'd be clever enough to chime in, but he would use the four seconds to answer the question. I always thought that was wrong. You're on the air. Hey. That's G. hope he doesn't search for me too much down there. No, nah, that'd be good. That'd be good. <laughs> no, you're not. That'd yeah. be a good meeting between you and the blind. It'd be, be a lot of fun. No, I, 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 uh, I just can't. Yeah, I've been packing boxes all day. and I'm beat. <laughs> right. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway. But, uh, no, no. That's it? That's nice all you got? To, <laughs> nice light show today. Yeah, right. Both shows. Very light. Kind of. Light, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no. So you're not going to the parade. You're not going to the Crystal. You're not going to the Empire Square spokes. No, I'm, 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 I'm a bum. I'm bailing on it all. I just can't. No, I understand. I, I, I was going to get in the shower two hours ago. I like... Haven't been able to even get there yet. Uh, wait a minute, yeah. you're taking a sh- you're taking a shower this time of night. You might as well just uh, wait till tomorrow. What, what do you need a shower for now? I've been working all day. <laughs> wow, <I> gotcha. <laughs> to get cleaned up afterwards. You're a lumberjack. Yeah. I'm a lumberjack. Uh, and nothing, I'm nothing, mo- nothing heavier or anything, but it's just uh, you know, I got to pack boxes to get on my way eventually. There you go. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just going down for the winter this year and coming back. So it's like, a, but I. Where are you going again, here. Georgia? North Carolina to start with. I think I'm I'm playing out to Nevada and maybe to California. While wow, Nevada! You're gonna go out there with Carlo. Yeah, well, Carlo, you well, from I, Nevada? I got a friend out there. Gonna I, I'm, he, he owns his own recording studio. So nice. We're gonna record, record uh, one of my songs. Huh. At least. Is it? Yeah, was that so. Vegas? What are you like, Fredo? I'm gonna learn the casino business, pop. No, it's, he's in L.A. Oh. Oh, L.A. Yeah. No. Ooh, LA. yeah he's, a, he's a really great guitarist. Yeah. Well, it's too much uh, for see, the man. Sorry. Um, uh, Mind Bomb was a band he was in, and like if you watch the '80s action movies, yeah. a lot of times the music was by Mind Bomb. Really? By the way, yeah, speaking of eight, speaking of '80s, did you see that the the uh, the actor from uh, Die Hard died? The the black guy who broke into oh, yeah, the safe. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah it's a shame. Yeah, Six, I, I was, they listed off all his roles. He he had a lot. He had a lot. Career. Yeah, he was yeah, six yeah, years yeah. older than uh, than Tom Cruise in uh, Top I mean, Gun. As they listed them, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that. But I probably couldn't have told you anything else he was in, if you had to ask. Yeah. I can't tell you and right he, now. And he <laughs> performed up here not too long ago because Channel 7, I saw someone on Channel 7 posted something where they interviewed him about three, four years ago. He did a, a traveling play, Driving Miss Daisy, and he played uh, oh, the, the yeah, lead part. I remember when that went through. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. And so, you know, he was up here. Well, I, I would have liked to have seen him. I wasn't really interested in the play either. So, you know. no, the movie was great. I, I thought it was much better than The Green Book or The Blue Book, whatever the hell they call it, with uh, Viggo Mortensen. I haven't seen that either. I, I've been told I should. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, by yeah, the way, I really did. Sure. someone did. I saw bits and pieces. I don't know where Donnie is these days. He's so wild, wildly popular. He doesn't chime in anymore. But he fell off the edge of the earth. Yeah, right. He fell off the edge of the earth. <laughs> 
Uh, and I thought he was going to call in earlier because we, we mentioned him. But uh, I did see a little bit of the uh, died, uh, died Suddenly uh, documentary. Yeah. And uh, it, it does look intriguing. I mean, if there's, one, if there's one industry that would know that people have changed, certainly after their death, it would be a coroner or someone that works in that capacity where they embalm people. And this guy claims that, you know, in the last year and a half, two years since, since all this began, that, you know, people seem to have different types of blood. And he, he can't explain it. So, you know. I'm one, the mic, microplastic thing is what I think, if you're talking about something like that. We all have microplastics. Yeah, but why all of a sudden now. is the question. Why all of a sudden in the last... Again, everybody likes a juicy conspiracy. Look, I don't know how many people still to this day think that there was a conspiracy to kill JFK. It was one guy that happened to work at that building, and if it rained that day, JFK might still be alive today. But the, the, the rain stopped in the morning on that day in Dallas. They took the top off, and this bum showed up at his own workplace in Dealey Plaza with an Italian rifle. He was good enough to kill him. His first two shots missed, and then he got him. And then he, that was it. That's all you could write. And then since then, we got, oh, we got the Cubans, we got the Russians, we got the mafia. No. It was one guy. People don't want to give Oswald credit because he was such a loser. But at the end of the day, that loser killed the president of the United States. I only bring that up because people yeah. love a juicy conspiracy, and so well, therefore they don't want anybody to die. They don't want anybody to like like Elvis never died. Or right. I just heard that recently. That's the Elvis is still alive. Or Jim Morrison is still yeah. alive. Or you know, I, I, I mean, you watch, it, watch Bubba Hotep. No, no, I don't even know what that is. It's a it's a comedy horror thing, but uh, it's Elvis is in a nursing home. He didn't he he changed uh, identities with a guy in his career, and then he ended up old in a nursing home. And well, fighting, that would uh, you know what I would watch fighting, a story like a that. <laughs> and uh, with JFK, who's played by a black guy. Oh, really? Um, Interesting. Ozzy Davis. Yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. it's a, it's quite a, it's an interesting movie. And by the way, did you ever see Hamilton? I, I never saw Hamilton the play. No, I haven't seen that. Yeah, I, I don't intend I, to. I'd, I'd like to. I just haven't seen you know. Yeah, well, it's, it's similar. I, I, I'd like to see it as a play. And I, I, don't, I don't think it'd be as impressive if you watch the movie. Well, either. I don't know if they're going to do It's funny because NBC typically does a live uh, play every year. They did uh, Sound of Music uh, about five, six years ago. And they've done yeah, them they since. Did. But that, you know, to me, I think, uh, I think Hamilton would be a great play to do live on TV. Has yeah, it yeah, happened? Yeah, sure. You know, they did Jesus Christ Superstar with John Legend. I met I met Jesus. Did you you met Jesus Christ? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. the original ones on the movie. Ted, uh, oh, Neely. sorry. Did you check yeah. his hands to see if he had holes I got in his hands? Autograph. Yeah. Did you really? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the in the uh, play, they used uh, these women dressed as red as the devil, you know, pushing Judas. And uh, I, I told Jesus, I said, I was wondering how you're going to do the tanks from the movie. And he's like, yeah, we call them the tanks. They huh. hate that. So, so a lot of symbolism. So what do you think about Kanye West and his latest comments about uh, Nazis and, and Jews? Uh, I think he's just a, a DB. And, you know, he's a douche. I mean, again, I'm, I'll, I'll, you know, guys like Alex Jones, I'll be with you for a certain bit, a, a length. But you know now he's just off the wall. He's crazy. That, that was it was ridiculous. And this Netanyahu thing. Just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, and now yeah, no. I legitimately he, just, he had a net and a, a, a yoo-hoo so, soda, and he kept bringing them out and talking in a high pitched voice, going, "I'm Netanyahu." It was just ridiculous. Really, weird. I'll have to check that out. Really weird. Yeah. Okay. All right. Listen, I got to do a break though. SG, have All a good right, weekend. Yep. That's uh, SG. This is the Live at Five show. And uh, we'll do this break. We'll be back. Huge holiday savings are happening. 
Thank you, Kathy. Uh, welcome back. And uh, last couple of minutes of today's show, meaning it's the last couple of minutes of the, this week's show shows, uh, including the hotline. It's been an eventful weekend, a week. So, oh, boy. Uh, and yeah, I don't know where we go from here. You know, we had so many issues, so many things to talk about in recent months. And they come and go. And um, which is good. You know, things get stale after a while. I'm sure that, you know, the, the discussion about the ongoing discussion about the golf course, that's, that's not going away. But, you know, sometimes it's no news is good news. If there's nothing, if there's nothing that's going to, uh, I guess you could say, uh, outweigh the current story, that's probably good. Because anything that would outweigh it would be a tragedy, like, you know, an incident or fire. We don't want that. We don't want that at all. Or anyone getting run over at a parade or whatnot. Sometimes I say crazy stuff like that so it won't happen, you know, because I remember when they had the parade in downtown, I remember that, that turn at uh, the American Corner didn't have a blockade, and, and I, I was always worried about that. So I know some people are upset that they moved it, but I think this is a safe move. This really is. You, you know, the city gets to control it more, uh, and a lot of people, you know, you don't have the, you know, one side closed, the other side open. That always concerned me. It really did. About five years, I was thinking it was 2017. I was very, very concerned I remember at the time, Ryan Wilkinson had just been voted in as a council person. That's how long ago this was. And I, I don't know, I, I must have had a brand muffin that day. He says, Ryan, you should talk about this for next year. He looked at me, yeah, yeah, so well, it's not going to happen. But eventually, years later, they decided to do it tonight, and hopefully it works out. So there's literally people there right now. Just listen for Mel Bussler's voice. You'll hear him because he's going to be on some megaphone somewhere. Oh, look, it's the Pepsi truck. He's beeping his horn. And so that's tonight. I'm going to uh, go back home and uh, take the bride or the old lady. I talked about this earlier, but real quick. I got an email today from Boston. Please come to Boston. And uh, they're concerned that, you know, I'm on this whole system of podcasts, including Johnny. Johnny does a podcast like once every three weeks. And all types of people listen to it. Meanwhile, I got, you know. I do the show every day, and I, and I sent it. To, I send it to uh, Studio Fifty Five Fifty, which is uh, Bruce Mitcom's uh, podcast network. And he says, uh, "Glenn, uh, the, you know the whole. <laughs> you haven't had a download since late October." It's like, wow, must be a slow uh, podcast day there in the Live at Five show. I don't, I don't. I don't know how to promote this show. I really don't. This is a local show. I'm not going to listen to some bum frig radio host from. Alabama or some other, you know, state that I have no concern over. So anyway, um, that, I, what was it? South Carolina, so, no, the, 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 the voice of North, South Carolina, that's beating me. So this one's doing really well. And, uh, you know, it's something I should be concerned with. But I'm, I'm such a horrible self-promoter. I've been promoting other people essentially all my life. It's very difficult. So, anyway, I'm just glad that I'm able to keep you guys entertained. You know, I, got, I got the Facebook thing going on every day. I do that live. And, of course, this is streamed everywhere. And I, and I know collectively, uh, both myself and, of course, the returning, imminently returning Jeff Graham, being optimistic, he will return, obviously. I think we do a, a, a more, more than a good job uh, than uh, addressing all the local issues. Sometimes it gets out of hand. Sometimes it's a little mundane. Sometimes you get some phone calls that are that what are considered radio gold, and and other times it's uh, it's it's unsettling. So we've had a little bit of that in the last couple of weeks for sure. 
So where we go next week, I never know. That's what keeps this interesting. We're not scripted. We kind of do this as we go along, but we're always addressing things that are happening. And, of course, the most importantly, we're addressing things that are on the minds of conservative people because this is a conservative format, if you haven't noticed. And that's most important that we mirror that within the hour that we have at the 5 o'clock hour and the time we have at the top of the day. Uh, so we're, Republican radio continues, conservative radio continues on a local scale, and I'm happy to be part of that. Uh, and, in, and recently, obviously, on both shows, which uh, it's an honor. AM 1240, WA10 Watertown makes us legal. Hope to see you at the parade tonight. Up next, CBS News. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance.